You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I hope you all are having a great week so far. I can't wait to get on today's topic because, baby, I've had a few different experiences that's been going on recently, and I wanted to talk about it with you guys. But before I get into story time, make sure to like and subscribe to Nude Radio streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the same handle at Nude Radio 101. And show me some love on Instagram on my personal page at Kenny Heflin. So, y'all. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you were meeting someone, rather it was being courted by that person or you were courting that person to date, okay? And they tell you that they're not ready to be in a relationship. And have you ever thought to yourself, like, hmm, why? What are the reasons? Why aren't you ready for a relationship? Have you ever wondered about that? Well, so have I. And we're going to get into some things. Like I say, like Nicki Minaj would say, honey. But this is very interesting because this came from someone from my past. And... This guy, I've spoken about him before, but this guy, you know, he really fought <laughs> for my attention to not only hang out, to get to know each other and stuff, to get close and everything like that. When things kind of went sour, you know, we took some distance from each other. We saw each other out. He like fought to get my attention to like, to just tell me everything and to just have like this confession, which eventually led to us having a date. We had a great time. We talked, we walked. He asked, you know, questions as, as far as this, it was, it was like this. He asked questions like, Hey, you know, so you know how I feel about you. And I'm like, well, I like you too, whatever, you know? And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry about how everything's gone the last couple months. You know, I was going through so much stuff and everything like that. And I'll tell you everything and blah, blah, blah. And this, that, and the third. And for me, like, I'm a very empathetic person. Like I'm very, in tune with my emotions so that I'm also able to tune into other people's, you know, and I always take into account the things that are going on because I know the things that be going on in my life and, and just the fact that I'm able to actively multitask, which is somewhat of a skill, but at the same time, like I'm not handling all the things at the same time perfectly shit. <laughs> but I say that to say this, you know, I'm the type of person, like I have a true 
understanding that we all have our own things that's going on in our in our lives, right? And we have our positive things, our negative things, our not so great things and our good things or whatever the case is. And we have to roll with those. You know, we have our traumas, we have our, our triggers, we have uh, certain upsets and disappointments, you know, but we also have so many positive things that are the opposite of those negative things, right? And as an adult, you know, I know that life be life in. And I recently just told my dad this the other day. I was like, daddy, I'm at that age now where I, I understand (laughs) why people have a nice stiff drink after a long day at work. I get it. I'm at that age where I understand why coworkers go out to happy hour after a long day of work just to decompress and let off some steam. I get it. I get it now. And the way the world is going just across our country and in other countries, it's a lot of shit going on. We haven't really had a, a pause with some type of peace in a very long time. And as a millennial, we have seen conflict and wars. I mean, our entire lives, child. We have seen economy collapse. We've seen so much. I mean, COVID. <laughs> We're all getting over that still, and it's almost 2024. So it's just interesting because it's just like, no matter what goes on, we have to continue going on with our life and stuff and all the stresses. But like I told my dad, I'm like, look, I even get why people have a little something, something, you know, a little sippy sip to, you know, make some of the pain go down a little bit easily. (laughs) Like, and that's not to joke on alcoholism or anything like that, but I get why some people have a little drink, you know, just to kind of make the pain numb or go away, you know? And he was like, well, look, that's all fun and games and stuff, but it's, it's a shit show. It's a problem when you're drinking away your pain, but you also doing it by yourself. Like that's when you have a real problem. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and I, and I told him like, I'm not saying this just to say like, you know, that I'm having this issue, but I'm just saying I understand. So it's just interesting because like I say, with all of the things that are going on in our lives, we continue to get up for the most part in certain capacities, right? Whether it's physically or mentally, you know, it looks different for some people. But I've just always had an understanding of that. And I go into dating with that same understanding. Just the fact that we're human, we're adults. (laughs) It's not easy out here, you know? and. It really 
comes up when things aren't when things aren't looking right, when things aren't adding up or when actions aren't meeting the words that were spoken, you know, or the promises that were made, right? It's kind of like sometimes you find yourself like thinking like, well, I know he's going through this and he's going through that, but you know, let me just remain sensitive to his feelings and let me not push or, you know, give any type of unsolicited advice or ask any questions that could potentially be triggering for him during this moment, which is difficult, you know? So those things happen. And and I only offer up, you know, my, my points or constructive criticisms or whatever the case is, if it's asked for, right. But it's just interesting because with this guy, he was going through all the things he was going through. But at the same time, he was telling me what kind of relationship he wants with me, a romantic relationship, mind you, you know, and asking me like, you know, what kind of boyfriend would I be and all these things like really just setting this, this life up. And I'm like, okay, you know, all right, baby boy, you know, you're already on strike two at this point. So, but I'm a forgiving person. (laughs) I'm a forgiving person, which y'all all know. And yeah, we had that great date. We hung out, you know, we did things. We have great chemistry, but I just, for some time now, it just kind of felt like, you know, he was full of shit because I'm very big on, I'm very, very big on the whole, you didn't have to really say that, or you didn't have to do that. You know, you didn't have to say that what you said, you didn't have to do what you did if you didn't really mean it. I'm really big on that. And when people reinsert themselves into my life, when people insert themselves into my life, let alone people who reinsert themselves into my life and really do all this work, you know, from the surface level, it's it's sold as them doing the work and everything like that. And they get back into this. I guess they get back into like this, um, this capacity where they have access to you to some certain, to an extent, maybe, you know, but it's like the actions never, ever match the words. And like, that's why I'm not able to fully respect someone like that. I'm not able to really take someone like that seriously. I'm more prone to either not fuck with them anymore, cut them off, or just look at them like a totally unserious person. And this guy, he's a sweetheart. He's so handsome. Like he's he's a sweetheart. I do feel that he means well, but also don't most of it be meaning well, child. 
and our deliveries be fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this guy I do feel like he's a, a nice guy, but I just felt that he was full of shit. And I just kind of felt like, you know, he just says all these things and just does not live up to it for some reason. But that wasn't for me to really try to figure out. I just left it alone. So he came back around. Um, what yesterday he came back around yesterday and he asked me if I was upset with him. Well, first off, he told me he missed me and stuff and I kept it cool or whatever, but he asked me if I was upset with him and stuff. And I told him like, no, I'm not upset with you. You know, am I disappointed? You know, just based off of the last time we saw each other and stuff and just everything that was said, you know, mainly by you about approaching this as a romantic relationship because you like me, I told you I like you, all that stuff. And the follow through just wasn't there because like I told him, I'm like, I was willing to give you a chance and to really try to to give you a way to redeem yourself in that type of way, just because you really tried so hard to get back into my good graces or whatever. Right. But I just felt like the phone works both ways. There has to be effort and intention on both ends. And if I'm not hearing from you only unless I reach out, but yet you're the one that said all these things that you wanted from me and stuff. It just doesn't add up. So I'm going to bag off. I'm going to bag off. I'm going to take the hint. I'm going to bag off. Because clearly yeah, you are full of shit. Like whatever idea that I had about you before and the forgiveness that I had after we talked and stuff like that, it's just like, baby boy, you're not beating those allegations. <laughs> you're not, you're making this a lot worse, you know? So I told him that, you know, he apologized and stuff and said that he was disappointed himself for handling things the way he handled things. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, it is what it is. And like I told him, and I said this in the other episode, but this summer has been, it's been something, you know, I've had some time to spend time with some people from the past, some ghosts, you know, and you kind of just, it's tough because people change in their own ways, in their own time. And certain changes were made with certain people. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like you still fall into that. This person is an ex for a reason, or this person is not in your life for a reason. Because they end up doing the same thing. Right. So with this guy, I was like, look, it has been an ego killer, but just the personal work that I've been doing for myself, I just kind of felt like it's either 
y'all don't really like me like that, or y'all don't really mean what you say when you say whatever it is that you're saying. And I just gave him those two options. Sure, there's a third option. You know, sure, there is the option of the reality that, you know, you do like me or you do want a relationship and stuff. But at the same time, your life is all crazy and whacked out and you can't really multitask or you can't really focus on this and that, you know, so how could you focus on a relationship and get to know somebody new and all these things like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But of course there's that third option, but that's when he finally just said it and was like, you know, no, I like you a lot, but I also know that I'm not ready for a real relationship. It's not you at all. So I said, huh? (laughs) Look at that. Look at you stating the obvious. Thank you for your honesty and your transparency. I appreciated that. And I, and I really did not to be snarky or anything like that, but I really did appreciate that honesty. Like I said, I already knew that, but you actually saying it made it better because cut that shit out. You know, a a part of me wants to ask like, what was all of that for? You know, like, did you actually mean that? But you figured out that you just weren't ready for a real relationship, you know, like, but that's neither here nor there, but it caused me to think like, you know, what makes someone ready for a relationship? Like what makes a person ready for a real committed romantic relationship? You know, and with this guy, he ended up asking me like, you know, would you want to keep it casual or would you like it to just be, you know, casual conversations or whatever like that. And before I can answer, you know, he ended up like texting me or whatever and was like, Hey, you know, stuff or whatever. And that's when he ended up telling me that, um, the things that he likes about me and all that stuff or whatever. But, I'm like, yeah, thank you. You know, not told him the things I liked about him. Cause again, he is a very attractive person, but he was just like, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I miss having sex with you. So I just kind of was like, wait, what? I mean, shit. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm really good, but no, um, <laughs> No, it's just funny because, like I said, the last time that we saw each other, he was the one that was just saying, like, yeah, I don't want just a sexual relationship. And I want to really get to spend time with you, like us, like really start to. So. Like I say, with the confessions and stuff. 
I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah. And I told him, I'm like, shit, same. I mean, like I said before, I've been abstaining from sex in LA for so long at this point. Oh, God. Oh. Little, little pause, little pause. Y'all, this standing on my morals thing <laughs> has been wearing me out. Like, I can't even tell you off my head the last time I have had sex. Um, yeah, it's so bad that my every time I go to sleep at night, like I have sexual dreams every night. And it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of like my body and my mind are trying to communicate and just trying to make up for the lack of sex in my life. But, you know, I. I'm happy that I'm doing it because again, like I just, I just don't want to do the whole roster thing. I don't want to do the inconsistent thing. I don't want to do the meaningless sex thing anymore. You know, um, I'm just in a different place in my life at this moment. I'll say that because things could change. <laughs> things could change. So I'll say that as of, at this moment, that's just where I'm at in life. And that's where I have been for a long time now. And yeah, God, like ugh. when I watch porn, like y'all, like real quick, like when I watch porn and I just be watching like the dick going to the booty and stuff like that and just all the things. And I just be up there like moaning and just thinking like, oh. I know how that must feel when you slide into it. Ooh, that look like that feels so good. <laughs> I'll be ready to cry. I could cry right now. Damn it. Yeah, hopefully this changes soon, because baby, deep down, deep down, okay, Things need to happen. Like, I know that I might look fine. I might look like I got things all together. But deep down inside, I miss laying a couple eggs up in somebody's sun. I miss it. Ooh, ooh, what the straight folks say to dick in the booty? I miss some dick in the booty activity. Ooh, yes. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, nothing like a warm embrace, right? Jesus, my God. Huh, anyways, this dude, is talking about he missed having sex with me. And I'm up here like, baby, I am weak. You can't be saying things like that to me. You know. 
So, because, I mean, same, the fuck? But he pitched the idea with, like, going out, hanging out, going hiking, and all this stuff or whatever. But, see, the thing is this. That's cute and all, because, like I said, with this guy, he is a cool dude. We've, we've hung out more than a few times. Um, we've gone out, you know, on dates and stuff like that. And we have, like, I actually enjoy his company. He enjoys mine. And that's all great and all, but I just kind of feel like for me, there has to be boundaries set in place because this person wants to hang out, have the sex, talk whenever, I don't know. But for me, it's different because it's like, okay, well, you're telling me that you don't want a real relationship and that's, and that's fine. You know, I get to choose. But for me, it's important for me to choose if and how I would even deal with him and also choose that okay, sir, you're saying that you don't want a relationship, but I don't want a situationship. You don't get all the perks that you probably got back when, <laughs> at least, look, because I'm not a psychic reader, but you don't get those same perks like you did back when I thought that we were dating to you know, get to know each other, get comfortable around each other, eventually build a romantic relationship with each other and stuff like that. You don't get to get that. No, no. Have we had fun out and about? Yes, we have. He took me out on one of my favorite dates still to this day. Um, What was it last year? I think it was 2022. Yeah, 2022. Um, he took me out to like this live French jazz band. It was amazing. Like I love jazz music and it was so nice. And it was like in Highland Park, uh, right outside of downtown LA. And if you guys know, like this, so such a cute area. And I had such a great time. We had tacos afterwards and we both just went home, you know, to our separate homes or whatever. Like we didn't have sex or nothing like that, but we just went out on a date and had some tacos on the street at night and went our separate ways. And that was one of my favorite dates still to this, still to this day. It's one of my favorite dates of all time. So we have a great time, but it's like, again, things were different because I was under the impression that we were both courting each other, you know, romantically, not just for a situationship or not just for sex. You feel me? So you want to hang out and do those things that we did before, but guess what? That's just going to get us in a situationship and you don't get boyfriend privileges 
you know, you don't get the whole dating out, going out to eat, going out to music, to parks, group setting things and stuff with our friends, talking on the phone, texting long texts back and forth and shit, cuddling, sleeping over all the things like without any commitment. No, 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 no. We not doing that. We not doing that, buddy. (laughs) We're not. We are not. I no. I cannot. Like, as a 34-year-old man, I'm not doing it. So if you're telling me that you don't want a relationship, I'm going to respect that and choose how I want to deal with you. Um, But just know that I'm going to come with my own rules as far as, look, we both grown. We enjoy each other. How about this? We hang out from time to time. You know, we do enjoy each other's company and stuff like that. So, yeah, you can come over for like wine or margaritas or something like that. Maybe sometime if you feel that is something that you really think that I would love, like the French jazz date that we had last year. Or was it this year? I think it was earlier this year. Was it earlier this year? I think it was in January of 2020 or something anyways if it's something like that and you it's something that you think that i would really really love then sure by all means reach out text me or give me a call like hey kenny like this is something going on i think that you would really fucking like it and i found out about it and i just wanted to see like if you want to come then if i'm available like Then I get to choose like, hey, yeah, like I want to come like, yeah, shit, of course. And we can have sex afterwards, maybe (laughs) because a man has needs. But this can be very easy. I'm able to compartmentalize a lot of things. And. If I now know that you do not want or you are not ready for a relationship, then I don't have to have any type of expectations with you. I don't have to have any idea of like, oh, yeah, like what about this or what would he think about this and stuff like that? Like we're not dating. This is a consensual adult sexual relationship, you know. It doesn't have to be any rules, of course, as far as if like cuddling is spending the night, like if you happen to come over super late and it's like really late or whatever, like I won't kick you out, you know, you can sleep over then or whatever, but I'm digging that ass in in the morning because what the fuck, right? Morning sex is the best, but I just kind of feel like we're able to work that out if that's something that would ever be worked out. But like I said, that's something that I would have to choose, but I would have to keep very strong boundaries. Just like, Hey, like we not about to be on the phone caking and all that stuff. We not about to be out here going on fucking dates and all of that shit, you know, and, and sleeping over all the time and stuff like that. Because I know for me, that is what 
those are the things that I like that makes me drawn and pulled into a person. And I just feel like it's necessary for me to protect myself and to keep that boundary up where it's like, okay, we can still enjoy each other's company, enjoy each other's body and stuff like that because we're comfortable with each other. But this is as far as it can go. But like I said, it doesn't have to be like these stone cold, you know, rules or commandments and stuff like that. Of course, everything has like some wiggle room, but it's just it's not going to be a situation ship. So. What I had asked my Twitter followers, I was like, you know, what makes a man ready for a real romantic career? you know, relationship. And I got like a few different comments and stuff and everything. And, you know, one of the comments that's, that actually just <laughs> overshadowed everybody else's comments. Um, one of my followers, uh, he mentioned that there's a level of fear attached to dating and courting for relationships because I was just like, you know, is it, is it, hmm, is it because, you know, certain men may not feel ready for a romantic relationship because they're not in a good space in their life, you know, right now, as far as their job, they want a new job, they want a new promotion, or um, they may not have a job and they're trying to get a job, or uh, their living situation is a little iffy and they're trying to move and get settled in and stuff like that. And they want to make sure that they're settled and grounded before they start to pursue and look for people that would give them a potential romantic relationship. You know, is that something? Is it a particular individual? You know, you don't know that you're ready until you meet a certain person that makes you ready, you know, because those things, we hear those things too. Or is it, you know, a mental space thing, like your mental capacity? Like, are you mentally capable of nurturing a romantic relationship because again that's also a very valid reason but one of my followers had brought up the case that there could be fear there right so now we're talking about the emotional pool now we're talking about past relationship traumas, you know, triggers, being afraid of letting go of control and letting yourself fall in love with somebody. You know, you really like that person. You really do want a romantic relationship and you really want a romantic relationship with that person. But because of past hurt, you're in a space of fear. You're operating on fear. And no matter how good this person is, no matter how much you think that you want this person, you think you want this thing, 
that fear just keeps a hold on you, has a chokehold on you. Because you're afraid of the potential loss. Because you felt loss or you've experienced traumas in your previous relationships. And you're just not ready to relinquish control and just take your hands off the steering wheel and just let love guide you. <laughs> yeah. So when my father brought that up and stuff, I said, wow, like that's again, another valid reason. We all are our own DIY projects and therapy is a great, a great resource. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's very interesting. And it kind of makes me think, you know, like, well, what makes me ready to be in a romantic relationship? Like me personally, what makes me ready to be in a romantic relationship? And for me, you know, like I said, sure, I'm working on everything on everything. I'm working on new ready. I'm working on my actual career. I want to, to elevate within that. You know, I want to elevate with new radio. We're in season four right now. Right. I have things that I want to do. I want to travel every fucking weekend. I have a lot of things that I want to do. And there's also because of the lot, the, the number of things that I want to do, there are certain stresses and triggers that ignite anxiety and stress and some levels of depression from time to time and stuff like that because you're stressed out because you don't have what it is that you're looking for, you know? So we, we all go through our thing. Like I go through my waves, the ebbs and the flows of like funky, just a funky ass attitude, you know? So, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I truly like, I'm ready to share my life with someone else that I love in a, in a serious, serious way, romantically, you know, I'm ready for like that companion, my partner. AKA my husband, you know, <laughs> but I don't want to do the things that I used to do like back when I was younger and the things that I want to do. Sure. I do all the things by myself already, but I'm at a space now where I'm like, I want to do that with somebody else. I want, this is the, this is where life has just started to slowly, but surely lead me into. And I have love to give and to receive, you know, and I'm just at a place where, like I said, like, I don't want the, the meaningless sex. I don't want the meaningless connections and all the inconsistencies and stuff. I don't want none of that. Like, I want a foundation, a healthy balance of love, sex fun, happiness, spirituality, all the things. Right. And I have that with myself and I'm always working on that with myself, but 
I want to do that with somebody else. With my person, not with everybody else. But that's just me. So, I stated to say this. Think about the question. And think what makes a person ready for a real romantic relationship. Are you ready for a real romantic relationship? Do you know somebody? Huh? <laughs> but definitely make sure to let me know. Um, again, slide into the DMs respectfully at Instagram, you know, at Kenny Heflin, or feel free to leave some comments and stuff on our Instagram and Twitter at New Radio 101. Also, again, share this podcast episode. Share the podcast. We're on season four. Share it with your friends, your family, your acquaintances, everybody. And get their get their ideas. And share that with me. So, like I said, think about it. Let me know. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. And I'll uh, have some updates soon enough. Obviously, you know how we do. But I love you guys. Thank you for loving me. And we're going to check on each other soon enough. Bye.